Can you do authenticity wrong? I think yes. I think that you are derailing your career if you are quote unquote being authentic, but actually doing authenticity wrong, meaning that you're likely using it as an excuse for your bad behavior. In this episode, I talk about what authenticity isn't and the big mistakes that most people make and how to do authenticity right. Enjoy the episode. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Level Up Your Leadership, the podcast where leaders like you get to learn about new tools, tips, and tricks to help take your leadership to the next level. I'm your host, Lisa Kristen. I'm an executive coach, and I'm sharing my tips with you, basically all of the information that I learn about as I'm coaching, and I see all of these patterns come up. I work with many different industries, many different um, leadership levels from managers and above. And today's episode is all about authenticity, or rather, why you're doing authenticity wrong. And I hate to use the word wrong, but it actually is wrong. I rarely ever pass a judgment on that kind of stuff, but I want to make it super clear how people define authenticity and how they actually act quote unquote authentically is not what we mean when we say authenticity. So I wanted to bring this up because I feel like when people are using authenticity in the quote-unquote wrong way, it's actually derailing their career quite significantly. And authenticity is currently having this cultural moment in the workplace, right? So we know there are no more like stiff, talking corporate heads who appear perfect all the time. But I want to talk about what is authenticity and how you can practice it better. So first of all, what is authenticity? How would you define that? And most people don't actually take the time to think about that. I'm going to make it super simple and say, not fake. Authentic. It's real. It's genuine. It's not fake. And how that gets interpreted is that people think, oh, well, whatever it is that are my normal habits or my personality or just however I've been doing things, that's who I am. So I can give you a perfect example. These are exactly the types of people that organizations ask me to come in and coach. I was working with a client who was a a very fast learner, really rising quite quickly in the ranks. And he was a very fast thinker and a fast doer. And of course, management loved that. But there was a problem with both his employees and with his peers. They didn't necessarily enjoy working with this gentleman. And the reason was because he was such a fast thinker and a fast doer that when he would sit in meetings, he would listen to information, process it rather quickly, and then say, great, conversation's done. Why are you guys still talking? And he would either interrupt all the time, cut them off, tell them they were wasting time, or he would like sigh, show the body uh, language that he wasn't interested. He would check emails. Okay, this I would say is really not great leadership. It's not really a great way to connect with your team, inspire your team, motivate your team. But of course, when you ask this gentleman, he wasn't doing anything to be purposely hurtful. He was just saying, but I'm just being me. That's who I am. I'm a fast thinker. So what's the problem? I'm just being me. That's what the company wants. That's the value that I bring. Okay. And what I want you to know, if there's one thing you take away from today, is that authenticity is absolutely not a convenient excuse for your bad behavior. Okay. (laughs) Authenticity is not giving into your emotional state at the moment of what's happening. 
and not really considering what the impact or the consequences are on others. That is not what authenticity is. So what is authenticity? Authenticity is all about figuring out who you are and finding out what's most important to you. And once you know that information, you then start to align your behaviors and your actions with that. Authenticity is about living aligned with your character, your values, your life vision, your life purpose. It's who you aspire to be. And I'm going to add something important here. It's who you actively choose to be. It's not about the momentary feeling or default personality and habits that come to you sort of second nature. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example of what that looks like. I had a different client who was scared to death of public speaking. And she came to me, she had took a new role, she's in pharma, and she had to present to senior management on a regular basis. And she is very passionate about helping her patients. She loves developing these drugs that save people's lives. She's absolutely committed and aligned with this as a life purpose. But she was still shy and terrified to speak in public. So if we said, okay, she's going to be authentic, she would be a nervous presenter. She would look uncomfortable. She would speak uncomfortably because she was uncomfortable. But actually, that's not how she wants to show up. So while that may quote unquote be authentic to what she's feeling, we got her realigned with her greater purpose and we got her authentically presenting this as this big opportunity to save lives and to do something beyond herself. And that was really her chosen path of authenticity. And the reason that I talk about all this stuff where you have to know this bigger stuff, the character, the values, the vision, is because that's the starting point for where you can choose who you want to be. And I actually touched on this a little bit in episode nine of the Level Up Your Leadership podcast called The Executive Coaching Formula That Leads to Success Every Time. That's where I talked about my why, what, how coaching model and about how you always want to start with the bigger purpose, the bigger reason, the bigger picture and drill down. This is another example where authenticity has to come from a bigger place. Now, I do want to say, although, okay, yes, this kind of makes sense to a lot of people and you might be nodding your head, okay, Lisa, I got it, but I'm going to tell you, I also know that there's a lot of resistance to my definition. And the biggest resistance that I get on this topic is often around when I teach communication and influencing skills. So why does it happen then? Because when I talk about influencing, I talk about how to be an effective influencer, and that often means that you have to flex outside of your personality, your preferred methods of communication, if you want to connect and break through with the audience on the other side. What you really want to do is flex and speak to their preferences, the way that they want to be spoken to. And I can't tell you the pushback that I get and people are like, why do I have to change, right? Isn't that being fake if I'm just pretending to do it in a certain way, but I really want to do it this way? And I, I totally understand. And I also want to say that the answer to that question is no. It's really not fake at all to be flexible and to be willing to flex to meet other people's needs. I actually personally view that as being empathetic. So I'm going to give you a few examples of why I don't believe that it's fake. Take number one. So if you think about a research scientist, a very technical person, and she goes to a symposium or a conference and she gives a speech. Now, the next week, she's going to go to her daughter's first grade class. Is she going to give the exact same speech that she gave at the symposium to her daughter's first grade class? 
No, of course not. And why not? Exactly what you're thinking. She has to tailor the message to the audience. The first graders would not understand the same technical level of detail, nor would they have the attention span. So which one of those two is inauthentic to the research scientist? I think neither. I think they're both her. So I give you another example. Let's say you really love, I don't know, you too, and you, you're wearing your favorite Bono t-shirt to go to the concert and scream and sing your lungs out, right? Would that be the same outfit that you would wear to go have high tea with the Queen of England? For most people, the answer would be no. <laughs> and my question to you is, is that inauthentic if you don't wear a rock concert t-shirt to go see the Queen of England? Again, I think the answer is no. I think that there is no one set of a fixed quote unquote authentic you. You're not a static person. You change and grow and evolve. And guess what? You're flexible to meet the needs of the situation. And that doesn't mean you're inauthentic because you're not changing the important core parts of who you are. Now, would I say, okay, I really, you know, is it inauthentic if I say I love the environment, I care about the environment, the environment is a deep, deep value of mine, and then I don't recycle and I use a lot of plastic water bottles and I, you know, get plastic bags everywhere I go shopping. That's when it's inauthentic. Because inauthentic means you have a set of values or aspirations of who you want to be or how you want to show up in the world, and yet your behaviors aren't aligned to that. So I think your personality should absolutely be flexible because there is no one you. You change, you grow, you evolve. But authenticity is rather about really staying committed to aligning your behaviors with your bigger purposes. And so, again, the way to be authentic in the right way, quote unquote, in the most effective way, in the way that it's meant to be, is that you have to go out and consciously define and choose who it is you really want to be and what impact you want to make on the world. And then you align your behavior with that. Now, for those of you who are interested in knowing more about how do I get to learn how to flex out of my personality or out of my communication preferences or influencing preferences, by the way, this can work for so many different things. I actually, <laughs> I had to teach my husband about the five love languages and how to flex out of a, a love language preference because that's not fixed character. That's just, again, personality that can be flexible. I'm going to talk about that in the next episode, so make sure to stay tuned to that. For those of you who want to learn Learn more about how do I define my character? How do I define my values? Check out my website. I have quite a few tools there and blog posts about it. And a lot of my tools are free. So go in there. I have a values exercise, for example. I have my why, what, how outline that you can start to use. I'm always about giving away free tools and helping you get the most out of your life. So please feel free to take advantage of that offer. My website is www.kristenconsulting.com. Dot ch, not dot com, because I'm located in Switzerland, dot ch. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Let me know if this worked for you, if this got you thinking about authenticity or changing the way that you show up to work. I love to hear feedback. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to another episode of Level Up Your Leadership. If you're interested in learning more about today's guests and the topics we've discussed, Check out the show notes on www.lisakristen.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please go to iTunes to subscribe. 
While you're there, it'd be great if you could rate and review the show. And if you really like the show, I would appreciate it if you shared the word on social media. As always, thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening.